not good music. Just the good stuff, baby. Can we get my tire? Now that now that Kanye West was evaporated, uh, Hatsune Miku did write that song, right? <laughs> yeah, she did. Ultra Light Beam was that Ultra Light Beam? No, that's um, Dark Crystal Fantasy. Ultra Light Beam's Chance the Rapper. Oh, oh wow. Okay, great. How how okay. did that get like associated with One Piece? It was, was it just, like a fan just that one fan edit. Yeah, incredible. <laughs> I was wrong. That is a Kanye West song. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're doing, Tyler. That's the joke. It's not really Hatsune Miku. <laughs> she also wrote Harry Potter. Yeah. <laughs> Writer of Harry Potter. I'm just wondering how I made a chance to rap her into this. Yeah. In Minecraft. I don't know. If I, I thought it was featured or something. You knew something I didn't. And I was like, all right. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I mean, Chance Art was um, in Ultra Light Beam. But I thought Kimmy oh, was, was, was from Life of Pablo. I didn't know if it was for Dark Twisted Fantasy. It's, it's the first song. It's the Nicki Minaj Zip and Listen song. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> that rules. She gets she gets mad. I was talking with Payne today. Like speaking of uh I mean we're gonna be speaking about it the whole se- the show, I guess, but uh before the um One Piece live action before it premiered, I went back and I watched like the first three or four episodes of the anime because I had never seen it. Um I started the manga and then I started the anime at Water Seven just because I really love that arc. So I had never seen like the beginning of the one piece anime and just to see the stark difference of like how delightful and slapstick and fun it was at the top and, and still delightful and slapstick and fun now, but it's like the tone has shifted so much. It's much less like, simple. Yeah, it's in, yeah, entirely. Um, but it was just like, yeah, that's like a perfect thing. Like if you're nine years old, you start the anime and then by the time you're like 12 or 13, you're like caught up or, you know, you're hitting like the more serious arcs and like, you know, you grow with it. And I, she compared it to Harry yeah. Potter and I was like, well, except this one, <laughs> the creator is cool. Yeah. And, and the, and the most recent arc, he's actually doing taxes and adding a dependent to his exactly. <laughs> to W2s. So Luffy's it's, getting his driving permit. It does. That does happen in Dragon Ball. <laughs> it's, <laughs> I, I did wonder as I was watching uh, Zoro and Mihawk's fight, which is amazing, by the way, um, how they're going, if, if the series continues, how they're going to get to Zoro flying through the air with the green aura at a pterodactyl man and still make it look as good. <laughs> uh, we'll see. But that, so the, the aura was an anime original, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I was going to say it. They got to keep that's it, a, though. They got to keep a, it. That's a Toei special. <laughs> <laughs> um. The the true test of season two, I mean, we'll get to it later, of course, but the true test of season two will be uh, seeing how they do our boy, Tony, Tony Chopper. Dane DeVito. I don't even himself. think I'll get to Tony Chopper. The what? Why not? He's like the next arc. Well, I thought, Alab- wasn't Alab- isn't Alabasta before Drum Island? No, it's, it's during it. They stopped at Drum Island on, on the way to Alabasta. Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. It's been so long. I, I was thinking the other day, it was like pandemic era. I was reading this. I'm yeah. Like, Damn. Yeah. I kind of want to go back. The, they go to the the dinosaur Lost World Island, and they go to the right. island of the way. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, okay. And that's gonna be that's gonna be a test, man. But I, have I, I think they'll pull it off. Yeah, I think they'll pull it off. They have seventeen million dollars an episode. That's yeah. true. Well, yeah, well, they can they can figure it out. They're gonna get James. Well, we should Chris. say it's gonna be great. Yeah, she's already volunteered. Yeah. Um, they got Ian McShane. Oh, I forgot. Right. Yeah, he's doing the narration, isn't he? He's the narrator. <laughs> Incredible shit. Are we live on? Oh, no, we haven't. Oh. Sorry. No, it's all good. I, I didn't know. Hey, listeners. Forgot to put us live. All right. Going live now.
Hey, 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 hey. Hey, that was hey, a, hey, that hey, first hey. part was a little bit for the for the podcast crowd. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you want to keep that in. You think now that, that uh Jimmy Fallon's on strike or you know the the crew that does Jimmy Fallon's on strike the roots are free? You think we can get the roots <laughs> on radish? I don't know if we want the roots to scab. Uh, would that be scabbing if you <laughs> can you can play on a different show? Oh, we're not rep- no SAG wants nothing to do with us. I think I think we're fine. Yeah. <laughs> We've yeah, tried no many times. We've submitted our cards year after year, but they just keep rejecting them. They say you have. And no when work. we say submitting our sad cards, we do mean sending a picture of our nuts <laughs> <laughs> to the roots. <laughs> so maybe we could do the opposite, and we can cross the picket line and take the root spot on Jimmy Fallon. It's Jimmy Fallon. And I, don't, the I don't think the roots are on strike. <laughs> yeah. That's the true. The roots sitting there at the empty studio. Yeah. Well, the roots are are the only piece of content from that show i'm actually interested in is that's true maybe maybe the toy saxophone from that one video with uh jack black oh yeah that's the only things i know about about uh, jimmy fallon's show so i did the nbc tour in new york and i learned a very interesting fun fact about the roots which is they all commute to work from philadelphia (laughs) really yeah well it's not not that far it's like an hour and a half two hours something like that but it's like it's long enough to think that if they (laughs) since they do it every day they'd live closer to new york city yeah would they drive in from philadelphia wild Hmm. well i guess i in fact if you have the roots money i think you're probably being driven at least quest love did you see the (laughs) the tiktok today of the guy who didn't read military time correctly and he was in manhattan an hour before his flight took off and he thought it was he, he thought that to 18 1830 was 830 and it was like instead of 6:30 and it was like 5:45 and he was still in his apartment and he's like I just realized my flight takes off in less than an hour so he had to book a helicopter <laughs> at that he point said, pay the changing fee he said the helicopter was cheaper than the the the, 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 the the next flight because he, he had wow. bought an non-refundable ticket. He would have had to buy a new flight the day of. Oh, so he had to buy a helicopter ride from Manhattan. It's like a five-minute helicopter ride. It probably cost two hundred dollars. I wonder if you could have just tapped the guy on the shoulder and been like, "Hey, can you just go the rest of the way?" <laughs> like, where was he flying to? <laughs> I don't think it said that. <laughs> just yeah, keep going, <laughs> New Jersey. <laughs> Taking a flight out of uh, JFK to go to Newark. <laughs> That's. I could fly. might not survive, but I could fly it. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. I think I think Sully overshot it. Yeah. <laughs> you just got to keep it right side up. Yeah, yeah. They'll pull like Paul McCartney way. in ninety degrees. Let me roll it straight. <laughs> 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 we'll act as a big kite. <laughs> uh, speaking of going to space, have y'all seen the cyber trucks that are rolling off the lot that look like? <laughs> you're oh, shitty terrible so the thing about cyber trucks is that they're made of stainless steel and i don't know if any of you have ever had a stainless steel appliance but if you look yeah. at it it gets covered in handprints <laughs> yeah <laughs> so they are rolling off the lawn a lot looking like your shitty cousin was touching it with his juice hands <laughs> just, just, like, <laughs> covered in sticky handprints oh my nice. god have you also seen any in the wild yet no like no. actually like for yourself no they all, they all exploded. <laughs> yeah, I know. They all exploded. I think, you know, I I hope they get left off the streets. I mean, people still drive Hummers, so, you know, there's... Yeah, but the Hummer works. 
Yeah. The Hummer does work. First fender bender with the Cybertruck and some guy goes through the front window because there's no compression. Yeah. It's just the inertia continues. There's no like, into the guy. There's no seatbelt. <laughs> there's no seatbelts? That seems I, I don't well the Cybertruck weighs so much that it's classified as construction equipment. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have to have a it, special permit to drive it? No, it's it's it weighs it weighs enough that it, do, it, it in a crash situation there's no crumple. It's just going to you're just going to sit there. It's you're just yeah. you're driving a lead box. And so oh, because of gonna... that uh they may have added seatbelts just for like cusp but like legally they were like, "Oh, this thing doesn't require seatbelts because it's so cost-cutting." Jeez. Man. Well, it's it's legally a tractor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna start, start taking bets on on when we're gonna have an, a news story and good news about a dude who felt the entire impact of a crash in his lower back because there's no. <laughs> and I did a uh, I did a ride along recently with the full auto on test, and apparently there was several near misses during the demo. <laughs> wow, that's awful, man. It it sucks. Yeah. Like I I it's times like these. Like you know I know. People like to compare the the twenty twenties back to the nineteen twenties and just like oh the roaring twenties are back but it's like man the the fucking the richest people at that time before the depression were like Andrew Carnegie who like built the country out of steel probably had some shitty opinions and practices but we didn't have to hear about it he didn't like no one's coming for him now yeah but <laughs> now we have the the dumbest man who is the richest man in the world and he just keeps pulling the worst shit possible and it's just like why do we have to do it now why do we have to live it this time. If anyone is an engineer who is like, oh, I like this guy, like, do not let them touch anything. Yeah. They are, <laughs> they are a fool. <laughs> um, he put out an email. Uh, I could, I could do a whole hour just on talking about how terrible Teslas are. But Elon Musk sent an email to everyone at Tesla and they said, Hey, because he said, the way he phrased it was because the Cybertruck is bright metal, uh, dimensional differences stick out like a sore thumb. So please keep all parts to sub ten micron tolerance. I mean, I, I don't know what that means. So it basically, it sounds like, like he doesn't know either. But. Like if you're if you're part, he doesn't know. It just sounds cool. <laughs> so if a part is ten inches, if a part is supposed to be ten inches long, uh, usually there's a built-in tolerance where it can be a little over, or a little under, because getting it right on uh, ten inches is basically impossible. So there has to be some sort of tolerance built in. Otherwise, it costs a lot more money. The reason the Swiss watch is so expensive is because they are machined to infinitely small tolerances. And that is a lot of little bitty watch parts. Anything over this big is going to have a tolerance of plus or minus a tenth of an inch. Yeah. Pretty much. Mm -hmm. Ten, nine microns is half as small as Ebola. We looked it up. <laughs> Ebola is 20 microns big. There is no way on earth you can tell... <laughs> A 10 micron difference. There's no way in hell you could tell a 1,000th difference, which is 14 times bigger than what he wants. <laughs> wow. And as a result of this, every Tesla piece is going to be $200,000 because it is so expensive to get something at zero tolerance. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason a Swiss watch is that expensive, and it's this big. It's really easy to hold that on this big. Yeah. yeah. My God. Well, he did do something in the last few days that actually garnered my respect for him. Like, I, I actually kind of did respect him a little bit. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> uh, that that would be, like, ultimate respect. But, um, no, he liked a tweet from, like, some anime account that's like, this is the prototype, and it's four pictures of Misa Amane from uh, Death Note. I'm like, okay, Elon. <laughs> <laughs> You're a dog. <laughs> 
Oh, got that man. dog in him. <laughs> Can't argue with that. No, he's when he's right, he's right. <laughs> uh, uh, I think that's a good point as any to start the episode. Uh, this is what two fifty two of Radish. Um, I'm your host this week, Tired Mank. Uh, I stayed up way too late last night watching uh, One Piece live action, which we're going to be talking about at the, at the uh, end of the episode here. Oh, yeah. Uh, but other stuff we're talking about, um, we got a health PSA to start out um, right off the top. Um, the listeners of this podcast, it's like one-to-one with what this health PSA is going to um, announce to y'all. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, the new Fraser reboot, whether or not we're calling again, if we're, if we're in or out, based on the stuff that's out about it. Mercy. Uh, Will's going to be talking about, um, I assume, Shane Dawson, 2005 YouTubers. Yeah. Annoying um, Orange. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I finally saw Oppenheimer. I've got very few thoughts on it. Uh, Sean's going to be talking about uh, a very uh, – the importance of shopping local at your local bookstore. And then uh, we're going to be talking about the new Adult Swim uh, nostalgia block, Checkered Past, uh, which I have been absolutely loving this week. Sean uh, sent a message on Monday saying, hey, this is this is a thing. And I've just absolutely loved it. It's, it's been a great way to end my day. And then we're going to wrap this up, like I said, talking about the new One Piece live action. came out last night. Uh, so we've got our first impressions uh, there. So – yeah, like I said, I'm, I'm tired, Mink. I'm Will, the Wichita lineman. Nice. Ooh. It's a good song. I, don't know, I, th- I thought that was like a college football starting here. Glenn Campbell, baby. The fact, that it's not, the fact that it's not played at a Chiefs game is a, a travesty. But. <laughs> it's not that kind of lineman, though, right? It's like the no, it's about power game. lines. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> it's about a guy who fixes power about. lines. <laughs> Wichita University's offensive line of 84. Oh, it's, a, it's a Glenn Campbell song about maintaining the grid. Uh, if you look at the gridiron, if you look at Glenn Campbell, he does kind of look <laughs> like he's on a football team. So that's, I also made that mistake. He's got a uh, John Madden vibe. I'm Sean Madden. <laughs> there we go. That's a segue and a superlative. <laughs> Sean woke up feeling different the day John died. <laughs> <laughs> John Madden Isekai. John Madden. <laughs> it's the quarterback. Uh, people talk all the time about Donald Trump's cameo in Home Alone 2. That ain't doesn't have shit to John Madden's cameo in Little Giants. Great great moment in cinematic history. They didn't even know he was in the supposed to be in the movie. He they were just shooting and he was there. He just showed up. <laughs> Uh, like I said, we, we got to start out with a, a PSA at the top. The CDC actually reached out to us because it's a one-to-one listenership to people who are being affected. There's a salmonella outbreak, Uh-oh. and the CDC is warning, don't kiss or cuddle your turtles because <laughs> Do we- uh, CDC or a, a salmonella outbreak in 11 states is related to people who buy little turtles from roadside stands. So... Everybody out there, stop do kissing we, them. Do we think this news is what Mitch McConnell <laughs> froze in his tracks over? <laughs> he had just finished kissing his turtles that morning. <laughs> President, you can't kiss turtles anymore. <laughs> he looks like he's, he looks like Salmonella. <laughs> he looks like Not Salmonella. That he turtle had a baby. Yeah. <laughs> he's 20 microns tall. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like to think somebody was in the middle of kissing a turtle and would spit the head back out. Spit the head out. 
<laughs> no, he was kissing it, and then I was, I was, I was putting a visual. I was putting a visual together. Got a little curious. Put the whole head in. <laughs> Blew it out. It went boom right into the shell. Trying to the head comes suck. out the tail, and the tail comes out the head. It's like whatever's in the shell, just trying to suck it out like it's a straw. <laughs> like a like a pina colada and a coconut. Like oh, delicious. I'll have your delicious turtle meat. <laughs> Y'all ever, I remember, I think, uh, like, a classmate of mine in, like, elementary school or something had a pet turtle, or we had a, I don't remember. Uh, but I remember that turtle took a shit in, like, the cardboard box it was in, and that smell stayed with me forever. So now, <laughs> I would never kiss a turtle. I know what that smells like. It's the worst. I like that you said it was either a kid in my class or me who had a turtle. <laughs> so it was either, no, like, it was either a kid in the class had a turtle. a personal oh. childhood pet or some freaking kid. <laughs> it was either the kid in the class or like the class turtle, but I think it was like a kid okay. in the class. Mm. I didn't have turtles. I had guinea pigs. They also smelled like shit. Ooh. Yeah. That's just animals. That's just animals. <laughs> we all do. Hey, at least you can kiss a guinea pig and not get sick. That's true. Um, Allegedly. You don't have to worry about its head. For now. Uh, for now. Um, the head out. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard, I have heard turtle taste delicious. It's- this picture in John Cougar Mellencamp singing, sucking on a guinea pig. <laughs> <laughs> sucking on turtle heads. <laughs> Outside the pet go. <laughs> Not allowed to pet go because you keep kissing the animals. <laughs> keep kissing the animals and getting someone know. And we're freaks. <laughs> Died. Kissed too many turtles. <laughs> Uh, this next news story is just it's just funny there's really not much to it uh every year there's a soccer tournament that's held to support world peace uh this year it's suspended so violence on the field um <laughs> so it must be ending in draws every time <laughs> you gotta think uh, the soccer no, fight's I mean, boring it, they just run back and forth for a while and then maybe someone gets a hit in <laughs> No, I mean this. This fight was so bad that not only officials showed up, but like people in like riot gear showed up <laughs> to break up this fight. It was Holy that shit! Bad. Between players or fans? Uh, uh, it was. It ended up being just between people who supported the government of of uh, Eritrea and people who don't support the government of Eritrea. Okay. Uh, met on the field to settle their differences. Uh, it just happened to be the field of a soccer tournament supporting world peace. Okay. Um, Four hundred people were in this fight. This was a. a- <laughs> Six Flags size brawl. <laughs> that is, you do not see that outside of Six Flags over Georgia. No, is, it's not. It's not allowed outside of Six Flags over Georgia. That's the thing. There is yeah, like, hey, there's hey, like a, hey. Six it's the only recognized arena of 100 plus brawls. <laughs> Instead of the 12, 12 warlords who can get away with everything in one piece, it's the Six Flags can get away with anything in, in uh, the U.S. Six Flags is the closest we have to the Fortnite map in real life. You just, <laughs> you just pick because a zone and last man standing gets a churro. All of the recent Twisted Metal Peacock series, one episode just takes place completely in Six Flags. It's, it's, it's current day. Yeah. <laughs> it's a flashback. <laughs> it's somehow worse. Catches a catches a, a, a right hook from Sylvester. Did y'all watch <laughs> Did y'all watch that? No, no, I haven't yet. I, I, you said it's good. Yeah, you said it's good. I'm, yeah, I'm interested. Good. I only saw I like the, the one clip that people are put like uh, posting around of just um, Anthony Mackie versus uh, uh, Samoa Joe as Sweet Tooth, but they were 
people. They were in a room. I was like, this is not why I throw on Twisted Metal. I need cars. There's lots of good car violence in the first episode. Okay, mm-hmm. great. Just the first episode? That's the whole game. What else, what else no, did they I, cover? I've only seen the first one so far. Oh, okay, okay. okay. But I, I was pleasantly, pleasantly surprised by it. Do they good. adapt? I don't. I, and I haven't watched it, but I would watch it if I knew they were adapting Twisted Metal Black. Do you remember that game no. at all? Yes. No. The PS3 one? The PS2. This is like 2001. Yeah. It's the first time I ever heard Rolling Stones painted black. And it was because uh, every, like, (laughs) when you meet every character, they have this, like, incredibly dark story about why they're participating in the Twisted Metal race. And it's, like, very graphic and violent. And when I was in the fourth grade, I was like, this is crazy. (laughs) Highly recommend. Just go watch the. Did you say it like that? (laughs) Yes. This is crazy. This is insane. And then 9 11 happened. And my whole. I was painted black every day. Yeah. <laughs> I I just love this idea that Twisted Metal, the first episode is car stuff, and then the other nine episodes are like Slice political posturing and like a, <laughs> like a <laughs> Game of Thrones-esque. Yeah. Sweet Tooth has too uh, much power. <laughs> uh, hey, spe- speaking of shows uh, shows that, uh, you know what? I don't have, a, I don't have one for this. Keep Sorry, guys. I was okay. going to say something that's got rebooted. Game of Thrones. Uh, Game of Thrones kind of got rebooted. Um, eh, whatever. We got Frasier coming back. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I tried. I tried. Like I said, tired mink. Speaking uh, of content. Give me a break. <laughs> Cut me some slack here. Uh, longtime listeners of Radish, we, we all watched, we all did a watch through of Frasier like towards the beginning of recording this podcast and we've all been pretty good Frasier fans here. Yeah. Um, but uh, with the announcement of the Frasier reboot, I was initially excited until I heard about what what's happening in this reboot. And then uh, they just released kind of like a teaser trailer the other day as well. Um, we haven't talked about it like in the group chat or anything like that. I'm curious, where do you guys fall on, on this Frasier reboot? Is this something that we're interested in at all or nah? Eh, I'll watch. I'll try this episode. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. I'll give it a shot. Like, just like, I don't know. First episode is like, classic Frasier. The, the rest of the season's political posturing. <laughs> is it, oh, just knowing that, like, I don't think David Hyde Pierce is involved. No, uh, yeah. Nor, nor is uh, uh, like John Mahoney's obviously not involved. Like, if it's just Kelsey Grammer, and he's like, that's that's the is. thing is that like Frazier started out as like just Kelsey Grammer coming in over from Cheers, and so if he's doing that again, and it has like a similar style and it's the same character, it could be interesting. But I feel like it's just going to be him. With a bunch of like millennials and zoomers of just like he's trying to learn the world and try to be like, oh, I'm Fraser and I donate to NPR and all these kids are like, no, exactly you're gonna be it. canceled. Um, <laughs> I don't want to show where Fraser's the good guy. Yeah, mm. and I'm afraid I don't want to show where Fraser's the main guy. <laughs> I yeah. think that this this new reboot is falling into the same kind of. Uh, like trough that Planet of the Base fell into, where the main guy he kept making new ones because he thought, oh, people love me. It's like, <laughs> no, dude, we love the girl, and you yeah. got rid of the girl. So Kelsey Grammer's over here, like, oh, they want Fraser back. It's like, no, we want Roz. We want Fraser to be tormented by Roz and Niles yeah. and Daphne, and you know, Ed- uh, so and Eddie. Yeah, we, we, I don't know how they'd explain Eddie still being alive. <laughs> Eddie's still with but. us, inexplicably, Fraser. <laughs> The government can't kill him. Oh, <laughs> um, uh, yeah. I'll give maybe the first couple episodes a watch because the the pilot episode of any new series is always just kind of like kind of rough. Only yeah, so many shows are two. Lucky. 
I, yeah. I think they feel like, uh-oh, <laughs> they're going to need two shots at this series. We're going to drop the first two episodes uh, mid-October. Did y'all did you watch John Mulaney's sitcom when it was on TV? I watched the first episode. Is that the one where he went to the doctor? He did the bit going to the doctor to get the Xanax because of planes? and I think- No, that's a special. Oh. Like but his, I, think they, I thought he did that, that though. Oh, I think they, they incorporated it into the sitcom. I believe that they did. Yeah. Similar to like how Everybody Loves Raymond is based on the comedy of Ray Romano. I think gotcha. Mulaney was the same way. Um, there was a because I mean a couple of friends who really liked the stand up albums all got together to watch it, and we watched the yeah. first episode. And there was a legitimate question after it was over. We were like, "So was he doing a bit? Like, <laughs> like clearly this is like a parody of sitcoms." And then we watched the second episode. and We went, "Oh no, it's just bad." <laughs> like we oh, thought it was going to no. be like. Psych, the first episode was a fake out. Just, and it was it was just horrible. <laughs> wow. It's yeah. I'll notice when a lot of like your favorite comedians get like network TV shows. It's never it's never good. I'm I am fascinated by this John Mullaney sitcom watch party. What was the spread? What what were you served? <laughs> I think we just watched it over lunch one day at my friend's house. Oh. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Come on, guys, thing. we're all gonna watch Mullaney. Facebook invite and all. Um, <laughs> no, it was just, it was just, we were like, oh, let's put it on. This is going sure. out last night. And we were just like, oh, no. Like, this has to be like a joke. And like, after a couple of these, gonna, it's going to get like more. T- nope. It was just, it was just bad. I'll tell you what pisses me off. I mean, he seems like a good actor. But what pisses me off about the Frasier like sequel series is that the actor who played Freddy in the series is still acting like he's still out and about yeah. and doing his thing. And he, I just recently saw him again in Mad Men and he's like a blast. And like, why could this, I mean, the guy that got to play Freddy looks delightful and he was in Tenet and all these cool movies. But he doesn't look like Freddy, but he doesn't look like Freddy. Like they could just easily have gotten Freddy. Why not? Maybe he wasn't, didn't <laughs> want to be involved. He wanted too much. Wanted too much. <laughs> One of that Freddy. Yeah, oh, it's, wow. it's, uh, it, it's going to be interesting. Um, especially, you know, old Kelsey Grammer singing the theme song, but, no, he he doesn't got it anymore. What if it's good? What if it's what if it's really good? <laughs> yeah, that's, wouldn't that what be if it's one thing? piece live action? Good. What if that's a, a world to live in? It's just like yeah, Fraser, new Fraser show, it's fantastic. Like, <laughs> yeah, NBC's like we're putting season two on the air. <laughs> we're bringing it over. We're bringing it Damn. over. I just like want them. a post credit scene at the season finale of Nile showing up like he's in Avengers <laughs> 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 uh, through a portal. Yeah. With, the, with the little <laughs> goblin from uh, <laughs> with the bird <laughs> and the <shoulder>. goblin. Yes. <laughs> oh boy! All uh, right, Move, moving on. Uh, we we got to keep this train rolling here. Yeah. Um, moving on to to good stuff this week. I got I got very brief thoughts on Oppenheimer. I finally saw it. Yep. It took over a month to be able to get good seats in IMAX, and I was like, oh, oh, oh hell yeah. Uh, I'm gonna invite my dad to this movie. This seems like a dad. <laughs> That's a great <laughs> dad. No, it's a great dad movie. Uh, yeah, so it invited invited pops. We went to the movie. It was packed. That IMAX was not updated. I felt like I was in a sardine can. Oh. Um, three thoughts. Three thoughts. Number one, didn't need to see it in IMAX. That's Just throwing it out there. Save for a few Nat Geo shots of like electrons whizzing by, and there was like a prolonged shot of like the surface of the sun. Yeah. I was like, okay, that's cool. That's what I paid. And for. electrons are small. And there right? wasn't any more. Hmm? And electrons are small, right? I know, and that was that was that was the you know Why the crazy the IMAX. <laughs> I know, right? See that on a, my phone if I needed. Well, not even. Uh, number two, 
<laughs> the acting in this was great. Yeah. This film, you know, if it got Oscars and stuff like that, I'd be like, cool. It was a great movie. Uh, Benny Safdie, though, what the hell were you doing, man? Like, <laughs> Here, here's the thing. The guy he based it on legitimately sounds like that. He is in- sounds like Herman Munster. Like, yeah, he was not far like- off at all with that accent. Okay, but it well, was egregious. It 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 just it for some reason in seeing the pre, I thought Benny Safdie was going to get a Josh from Dr- Drake and Josh level part where he was going to show up and be a scientist for thirty seconds. Then he was just in it the whole three hours. I was like, oh okay. Um, but uh, yeah, no, Benny Safdie was kind of. Kind of interesting. Yeah. Uh, and, and third, uh, walked out of the, the movie, and my dad turned to me and goes, that was not a World War II movie. Tyler, <laughs> you, you oversold me. And I was like, you know what? You're right. That was just a movie about a guy. Yep. Uh, so th- those are those are my, my three thoughts on, on Oppenheimer. So Can you, you give it, it was a, a out of 10? Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll put it up there as, as, you know, one of Nolan's best. Uh, you know, I'd, I'd probably give it an eight. eight okay, yeah, that's 10. fair. It's, I've been hearing that a lot about the IMAX experience. Is that like, I, I imagine, yeah, seeing like Interstellar or Inception at IMAX would be, you know, incredible for those visuals. But like seeing like Oppenheimer, a room, you know, a movie where it's mostly just, it's just about the guy talking in rooms. It's like, IMAX does not really, but um, still, yeah, my favorite movie of the year so far. Nice. I get it. But you haven't seen Blue Beetle yet. Yeah, I haven't right. seen Blue Beetle yet. You're right. No one has. No. One. <laughs> <laughs> That's still in theaters, isn't it? That is a right over the plate Hollywood joke, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if I can see the gross right now for Blue Beetle. Um, I'll go next. Well, it's it's less quick, but there there is a small celebration in order. Um, this is the first episode we're listening to uh, since I caught up with net uh, caught up with net <laughs> caught up with net <laughs> I watched everything every on single Netflix. one <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's the first episode uh, we're recording since I caught up with one piece um, so <laughs> which to be fair Netflix is almost as long as one piece so Pretty I think much. you did a little bit more started off with a little hammer <laughs> Start off with a little hammer, just <laughs> starting live action One Piece, everything's as it should be. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> My brain <but> hurts. Yeah. <laughs> Caught up with the manga, finally, after a year and a half, uh, the hype is real, One Piece is real, it's one of the, you know, Will sold as one of the greatest narratives ever written, he was not wrong, it's fantastic. Um, but with that... I uh, had developed a habit of reading manga, either on my lunch break at work... <clears throat> Or a night before I went to bed, and the the bu- the bug had bitten me, and I was like, okay, I gotta go refill. I gotta go find some more stories, especially with all this like good anime out that's ending. Uh, you know, a- after our first season, I gotta read more of the story. So, as it turns out, uh, Atlanta, Georgia, or Johns Creek more specifically, got its own Kinokunuya Japanese bookstore, and this is a I think an international chain. Um, there are fair amount in the united states i know there's some like new york um up in the northeast i think there's some in the west um but georgia just got its first and it's still in a soft opening mode um and a buddy of mine from work and i uh decided to go and check it out and boy what a, a delightful store it's basically it's got it's a japanese bookstore so you get a lot of like there's catalogs from japan um there is a lot of like gifts and trinkets and figures and things from anime um obviously there is a 
wide, like the biggest selection of manga I, and light novels I had ever seen in person, um, both in English and Japanese, which was really cool because to see the discrepancy of quality and like of printing quality between like a Japanese press and an English press was just mind blowing. Um, like the, I think the, the uh, Dodo Hetero, like Japanese pressings are unbelievable. Um, either way, uh, there's also like a whole section of like stationary, like pens, like really nice pens, uh, stamps, cards. It's, they were just filling out the walls. It's fantastic. It's just like a wonderful little bookstore catered to like, a, you know, specific interest. So with that, I went in, I was like, I'm going to spend about 40 bucks. I'm going to see, you know, what I can get. And so I wanted to present my first Kino Kanuya haul, um, before I go back, sign up to be a member <laughs> and get that 10% discount. I got uh, robbed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the kids it's a very dangerous store. <laughs> I, I had to go during the school year or I would have been mugged. Um, so, first off, uh, I think two of these are former show and tells. Um, one of them is related, obviously. But first off, I picked up Volume 1 from Second and Charles a couple months ago. Loved it. Loved the art style. I was like, I gotta get Volume 2. Getting Die Dark from Q Hayashida. Nice. Die Dark. Sh- shout out to uh, Pit Boss Mal for uh, bringing this to, our, to the show. Uh, it's fantastic. I haven't started this yet. But I will very soon. Um, there are the next two I'm getting through first, and I'm going to get to this afterwards. Second, you know me. I love my boy Tatsuki Fujimoto. Uh, Chainsaw Man is still one of my all-time favorites. Um, so if I could, the more I can read from Fujimoto, the better. So I picked up, I read his one shot from two years ago, Look Back on Shonen Jump. I loved it. And I know he released a new one last year called Goodbye Eri. Or Eri. I don't know mispronounce it wow he puts you put um, some put some mustard on that one <laughs> yeah. um is it portuguese yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i picked this up um it's a, it's another one shot it's a single issue um a really interesting well-told uh you know kind of touching story it's it seems to be like the way that it's i'll, I'll flip some through but basically every page is like four panels each and it stays pretty symmetrical um and it seems kind of like a storyboard to a short film which is kind of related to the the story itself but it's extremely good um the way fujimoto tells a story is is just fantastic and even though like sometimes he'll repeat panels uh there is a lot of power in the quiet and the silence and the, his artwork it's fantastic so i finished that and i moved on to current favorite anime of the year had to continue heavenly delusion Tengoku Daimakyo. Hell yeah. Uh, uh, Masa Kazu Ishiguro. Um, it is, I've, so far I think I'm like, like four, I'm five chapters in. Um, so I think that's what, like two or three of the episodes of the anime. Um, maybe two. Um, art style's great. It's the, the show itself was be- beautiful. Obviously, you know, this is, you know, a manga, so it's just black and white. But it is, I'm very excited to get further into this. I'm going, I know the moment I go back to uh, Kino, I'm getting the second volume, if not the third, if I don't already have the second. Um, you know, it's black and white, so you can color it in. Oh, <laughs> you're supposed I find to sell the colored yeah. pencils. Oh, <laughs> I should do that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, Heavenly Delusion is a fascinating story. Um, the characters are super cool. Um, it, it deals with a lot of mature themes, so it, it, be prepared for that. Um, but yeah, current favorite anime of the year. Uh, and the manga is starting off great. So yeah, if you have a Kino Kanuya in your neighborhood, if you live in Metro Atlanta, um, 
I'd say make a visit. It's super cool. Staff super friendly. The stuff they have is just unbelievable. Like the selection, the the care that they take. They have just like full fixtures dedicated to like Berserk, uh, Akira, uh, Vinland Saga. They have like so many One Piece volumes in stock. Their figure wall is huge. Um, it's not that very like this. Y'all went to Japan, so you can tell me. But I mostly saw Jujutsu Kaisen and like. Maybe like and Demon Slayer merchandise. Like there wasn't, mm. there was some Attack on Titan, but like you see a lot of like the biggest stories going on now. But if I wanted to see like more like One Piece stuff, I could see like there was some kind of here and there, but there wasn't like a lot. Mm. Um, but they did have a lot of my my girl Nobara Kukasaki. Um, but I had to restrain myself because I had a, a strict budget for the manga. Speaking um, of which, are you still watching JJK? You yes. excited for the new uh, the new season, the new uh, well, that's- sh- arc? Speaking of, that's the, uh, since I caught up with One Piece, I'm moving on to catch up with JJK. And um, because I've been getting pissed off at the new season because it's it's so it's so goddamn technical that it seems like the mangaka should have written a Yu-Gi-Oh card game with how many rules explaining there are. Um, but Shit. Yeah. you would hate, you would hate Hunter Hunter. <laughs> um, no, Hunter but, Hunter's yeah. fun. <laughs> I'm, well, I'm it's learning. got a lot of rules though. Yeah. Like, yeah but, it's got a lot of rules. But they throw them out yeah, when they I, want to. They're just like, ah, screw it. This, they don't care about this fight. <laughs> Okay, are you talking about like just the whole the like, Nen stuff? Uh, yeah, no, the Nen stuff. I'm talking about in JJK. Like, what's the what's the oh, just the like realms the just like in JJK. It specifically said if you talk about how your power works, you become uh, more powerful. And here's the thing, though, that makes it a little better. So far, I think I just hit chapter thirty in JJK. Um, the the dialogue's fantastic. Uh, it's stuff I'm familiar with, but it's like I'm really enjoying the world, the characters, and the dialogue. Um, and I know Will and I have talked about this before. I know it's about to get rough, especially with the upcoming yeah. Shibuya arc. But I'm gonna I'm gonna stick through. I'm gonna see how far you know. I, I haven't dropped a manga yet. Well, that's not true. I stopped reading Spy Family, but uh, <gasps> yeah, it's, well, the anime is great. Uh, <laughs> I heard it's a lot of fun, but I just like. Eh. Uh, it's a little too sitcom-y for me. But JJK, I feel like, you know, I'm going to hop on the train. I feel like I'll enjoy the anime more if I understand the world better. So, I mean, the first season was great. Don't get me wrong. But once Zero came out, I had completely forgotten the first season. So they were throwing so much stuff at me that I was like, I don't know. And then the second season started with the whole flashback. And I was like, I don't I forget who these people are. Either way. I love those guys. They're great. Ghetto and. Yeah. I just I had to remember who they were because it's been like two or three years since I watched the first season. Sure, 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 sure. Uh, now I'm reading it, so. Something, but I forgot what it was. Never mind. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Oh, yeah. Do you want to do your show and tell next? <laughs> yeah, sure. Was uh, that- <laughs> <laughs> cool. I was going to say, well, I, I went to uh, Kino Kunya and got the same copy of Goodbye. Oh, hey! Whatever Sean said it. <laughs> <laughs> I got uh, I got uh, Izokin Volume 1. and uh, Oh, nice. Shoot. Nichijou, volume one. Uh, the Nichijou pressing, like the, the books were really nice. I really loved how they looked. I want to get the really nice copies of Soul Eater because they made like a new pressing of it called like uh, the Perfect Edition that has like thick paper and stuff. Yeah, I saw Ooh. And it's like glossy thing, with like that, color. Yeah. If you go to Kino, you're going to be a guy like, you're going to start getting into like book and page and pressing quality. It, it, it does stuff to you, man. But that's another thing. Like if you. Obviously, if you're a fan of anime or manga, you're a fan of artwork. They have so many art books. They have so many books of just like taking you through like the art of Ava and JJK. Um, just illustrations. Feature, yeah. Illustr- well, yeah. Just general. Um, well, it's just like general like 
not yeah. non non series based, just artist based concept yeah. art. Uh, and stuff for like the they show like story like storyboards for anime. It's it's a dork stream in there, man. It's great. The, oh, I looked up the locations. I'm so pissed. There was one five minutes from where I lived in Torrance, like literally oh, right man. down the street. And at that point in time, we were like, oh, let's watch My Hero Academia. So <laughs> I wouldn't have gone at that yeah. time. You still talk like that sometimes. We don't want to mention that. No, I do. <laughs> Tyler, when you're in town, we'll take you. We'll absolutely yeah. go. We're going. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> the, Ooh, my hero. <laughs> Tyler, <laughs> hero Academia. <laughs> the first time Tyler's in My Hero Academia. Why are you a hired goon? <laughs> 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 boss, for, boss. for the first like two or three years of this Boku podcast, no Tyler would insist on saying "Boku no Hero Academia." That's how it's pronounced. Um, uh, Kimetsu no Yaiba. Yes, yeah, so Kimetsu no Yaiba. <laughs> um, I, I, I call this Tengoku Daimakyo. So we're all. You good. ask about the uh, merch situation in Japan, and I will say Kinokuniya is pretty, pretty one to one. Like Tyler can vouch. A lot of the anime stores in Japan had lots of, um, I don't know if it's just because like Japanese homes don't have a lot of like display or storage space, mm. but it was lots of folders, lots of little blind bag things, lots of acrylic buttons, and very much kind of in line with what Kinokunya has. Uh, okay. And of that, mostly Haikyuu and JJK. And, and Yeah. If it, I was just looking for one little Pochita like figurine or something and I couldn't find it. We got we got uh we got producer pre some Miku buttons in a little little nice. Pokemon thing. Yeah, it's pretty pretty consistent there. They little start selling records, it's game over, man. <laughs> for for your store? <laughs> Run us out of town. <laughs> oh yeah. They just start selling the Dell. No, if they start selling <laughs> like City Pop or like Japanese re- like pressings, it's done. Um Speaking of media um <laughs> hey that's better than mine that should, yeah. be, the, that should be the name of the show speaking of media radish um, speaking of media uh i know nostalgia is a powerful drug and i am uh i like to think pretty pretty uh you know withstanding of its of its thrall i can look at something and go that's just trying to get me to spend money like that's not a that Fr- Frazier's not really my friend. He's just he's just trying to get me to buy Paramount Plus. Um, but there are people. It is on Paramount Plus. Mercy. Um, there are people on YouTube who are doing the Lord's work, and they are uploading two and three hour blocks of Cartoon Network content from every year, and so you can type oh, in like the like the bumps and stuff like. Like full Maguzi blocks, like with with, oh, nice. with four episodes of television and the ads, and it is the most charming thing in the world to have on the background of your house of Cartoon Network Summer 2006 afternoon, and you can watch a Camp Laszlo and a Megas XLR and get an ad for a DS game and just feel like holy Hell shit, yeah. right? Yeah, that's what's why have you link? Oh, okay, okay, I think I found yeah. Saturday morning cartoons, two thousand three. Yeah, oh just type God. in just someone just put their DVR on a yeah on a computer. Just, and, they're oh, they're oh. not great quality. They're like obviously off of like a videotape, uh, <laughs> uh, or like oh, a TiVo yeah. or something. But man, a couple of things I've noticed from watching old TV. Number one, you don't normally get 
the things that they advertise are not things that we get advertised anymore. So it's very nostalgic to get an ad for Gushers or yeah. uh, an ad for a physical. Like, when's the last time you saw a commercial for a video game? Because I think all of us are not enough on like Reddit or Twitter and stuff that you see like ads for them, but you don't get like a TV commercial for a Nintendo game coming out. And my second point, commercials are so much more charming than ads. I don't know what it is. There is something so nice about seeing a guy in a full Kirby mascot suit walking down the street while they go with Kirby for DS coming this morning. Then having to <laughs> scroll because ads, I think, are just meant to be in the way of what you're looking. I, I'm on like the fandom wiki trying to read something, and there's just an yeah. ad for like checkers in the way, and I'm like, just get out, get out of here, get out of here. <laughs> but when but when like Mega's XLR cuts to break, I sit down. I'm like, oh, we get, we're getting ads, we're getting ads, and I get to see the crap macaroni and cheese dinosaur or Lance the lifeguard. Can he see why kids love cinnamon toast crunch? <laughs> and they are so much more charming than the funnel of just like directed content ads that we get nowadays. I don't know what it is, but it is. I, I would honestly just like to like programming. That's what I'm missing is programming. Not, yeah. I don't want to be in charge. I want to sit down and have someone go, we've laid the afternoon out for you. You're going to watch Camp Laszlo and then The Life yeah. and Times of Juniper Lee, yeah. which slaps, by the way. Uh, that, I think that might have been past my time. That was Juniper Lee. That was Disney? No, that was Cartoon Network. That was that was the same summer as Camp Laszlo. Oh, gotcha. I had the Scottish pug. Okay, okay, okay. You, Will, you literally just hit the nail on the head of yeah. my of yeah. my um uh show and tell this week. Of yeah. liter- I think I think Adult Swim or you know whomever over on that end. I don't want to give credit to uh, please don't um, friend of the show. <laughs> you know who he who shall not be named. I haven't seen him talk about it. I think you can give credit to Adult Swim, just not yeah yeah. Not so Jason, I think I think they 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 did exactly that. I mean I I think that nostalgia is. What works, right? The the Frasier reboot, uh, you know, the One Piece thing, not enough of nostalgia for me to feel nostalgic about yeah. it. Especially Sean. Sean's definitely not allowed to feel nostalgic about One Piece. Nostalgic for um, last month. <laughs> but I guess he could. Which McConnell was still but, alive. But <laughs> what's great about Checkered Past and Adult Swim, and, and for those who just don't even know what Checkered Past is, I think that they took this, you know, this YouTube, um, you know, what people are doing, and they're just like uploading it after work hours, as if, you know, when we were watching it back then, it was after school like hours. Three right? o'clock, man. Like getting home at like 3.30 and yeah. Just right. And I think we're, where they get it right is it's not reboots. It's not like a new episode of Dexter's Lab. Mm-hmm. It's not, um, you know, it's not, hey, here's Paramount Plus. Here's every single episode of Dexter's Lab, which to Will's point is not the same. It's curated content. It's four, it's two, four, ep- four episodes, four shows, two hours worth of banger episodes mm. from these shows. And the shows are Dexter's Lab, uh, followed by Ed, Ed, and Eddie, followed by Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy, uh, which low-key masterpiece, and um, and uh, Courage the Cowardly Dog. Yeah. So it's just, yeah, it was it's one, two, three, four, the best episodes of those series. Uh, I know on Fridays they're going to start just doing marathons of a single show. Oh, nice. uh, maybe in the future they'll bring in more classic Cartoon Network stuff. Uh, but what's also really great is, is they brought back the bumps. You know, Will, I think Will sent us a a, 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 a a YouTube video. Maybe it was the YouTube videos that you were referencing. It was. Um, yeah. of, of a bunch of Cartoon Network bumps where they were in Cartoon Network City and, like, interacting with each other and stuff like that. It's not those, but it's still, like, them out in the real world, like Ed, Ed, and Eddie sitting on a subway beatboxing. Like, it's yeah. it's still fun and kind of harkens back to those old, old you know, kind of bumps in between, uh, in between commercials. But 
I, I've been really, really enjoying it. If you know, if you don't want to search it out on YouTube, just yeah. pull it up on Adult Swim if you've got cable. Yeah. Um, five p.m. on weekdays. It's like just it, let that shit roll. There, there's so there's such a difference. Which, I mean, we've touched on it. There's such a difference between like, oh man, I can watch all of Dexter's Lab right now. It's like, what episode do I want to watch? I don't, I don't yeah. really know. I don't but even remember just, which ones are the good ones. No, I, I, I have a few favorites, but I'd much rather sure. just like, oh, Ice Cream Dexter's Man. Lab is on TV. I'm just going to turn it to that. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I think it's a, it's a brilliant move by Adult Swim. I guess they start at seven o'clock at nights now with like King of the Hill, and they move into like kind of like the gnarlier stuff, like the TV PG and fourteen, like eight and nine. But like starting at five o'clock, just like okay, yeah, Cartoon Network, cut it, and now we're just what, playing. What's, what's going on at Cartoon Network? <laughs> Cartoon Network like was just showing the Ocean's movies like a month ago. Do you remember that? <laughs> no. <laughs> Just like Saturday or like Friday nights, they would just play Ocean's Eleven on Cartoon Man. Network. Like they, I, someone had to go in and be like, "Hey, this that is our Jason. like our our target audience is still the kids who watched it back in the mid two thousands, but now they're thirty, they're coming home from work, and they want to just like tune out and watch this. I, it's it's a brilliant move. I don't know how long it's gonna. Here's the thing: I remember back like maybe a decade ago. Adult Swim did a sort of similar thing, but it was at like 5 a.m. where they'd start yeah. playing like old classic cartoons really, really early in the morning when I was getting up to work at Old Navy. But they'd like soon scrap that. And for, I don't People know, what else, King of the Hill. Um, but now they're doing it like at a nice time of day of like getting home at five, gonna throw it's, like Dexter's Lab is on. It's the OG Toonami block of like four to six. Yeah. Which, which is when they'd show. Real Adventures of Johnny Quest and the Ocean Dub Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just it's, the the programming blocks like this is like that's I don't know if kids are gonna really get that. Well, uh, it's not for them. It's this is for us. It's such a simple thing to build into a streaming platform too. Like, is it really that hard? Like, yeah. I ha- I pay for you know HBO. Can I just press? the show me random cartoon network episodes button and I just yield yeah. control and you don't ask me, are you still watching? No, just throw it on the background. It's gotta be good though. They gotta yeah. be curated. Good episodes. But cartoon network. I, even I, if it's not, even if it's just like the mid episodes, like the, the fucking like dial M for monkey. Sorry. Like <gasps> if I know, I knew that was going to cause a stir. <laughs> it's fine. Even a good one. We're a it's, justice it, friends household. Even the, the, the interstitials between Dexter's Lab was never a fan. Either way. But even then, it's just like something to have on. And it's just nice to have those voices again. Like, I know, I hate talking about streaming apps, but like Peacock has this feature where you can go through and just like, it's sort of like a TV guide thing where you can just throw on these different like channels and it'll just like, here's the Hallmark movie block or the Law and Order SVU block. And you can just like have mm-hmm. it on and it'll just kind of play continuously. More streaming services should do that. I'm just like, I just want something on. And if it's something I enjoy or remember enjoying, that's perfect. I don't want to have to choose. But that's, I'm not, well, I, I'm not actively so, watching this. This is while I'm yeah, right. eating dinner. Right. Well, you guys just said you didn't have to choose, but now I'm going to ask you to choose. If you were to put together an after work two hour block, what shows would you guys do? That's a good question. That's a really good question. I, I would do I'll, while you guys think about it. I, I'll I'll do mine. So I want to start with uh, where did I write these down? Okay, got to start with Bob. We got to start with the Bob for the day. Um, <laughs> got to get a classic episode of SpongeBob, uh, followed by regular show. Some, not, oh, so we're but, crossing but, networks here. We're crossing. We can cross networks here. 
Uh, you said Law and Order SVU earlier. That was on my short list. It didn't make my block, but it is. That's it, no. You, you could choose SVU. That's if you the want. USA Network right now. You can throw that on anytime. That Law and sure, Order sure. SVU is out of the running. That's that's still cool. going on. Regular show, but none of the episodes where Mordecai has to deal with the love interest. Those were so fucking cringy that I could not. I don't know if you guys were regular show fans, but was uh, later later seasons. I've been considering um, rewatching it. It's, it's good. good. It's good. Yeah. It's really good. Uh, second hour start with, of course. A show that defined my childhood and was in one of my favorite blocks. Uh, we got to go Code Lyoko. Okay. Um, and then from Code Lyoko, leading right into, and we're going to have to separate the art from the artist here, but the last show in the block is Drake and Josh. Um, oh, nice. Absolute classic. Uh, you know, before Drake learned Spanish and fled south of the border. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's great. Because like, if, if Drake and Josh hits at like 630, that's like, yeah. oh, man, I've got my beer. I've had, my, or I'm on my second beer now. This is a fun time. That's the saddest I've ever heard. Hear spherical and just spit beer out your nose. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, my Spherical. second beer and Drake and Josh is coming on. <laughs> it's <I'm>, Tuesday somewhere. <laughs> I live a simple life. That's all I require. Just wait till you beer. hear my block. I finish the beer every time Me- Megan messes with the boys. So that's my favorite beer every time they Josh. say the word boobs. <laughs> the only time you're able to get that on Nickelodeon. Oh, man. What about uh, y'all? What, what what would you guys do? I've got two for you. Okay. The first being more conventional. I Not a lot of love gets thrown this way, and I, I think we're missing out, but the Disney one Saturday morning block, Classic. impeccable. How did I know? How Unbelievable. I know? Lord it's, space. But here's the thing. I'm not just doing one Saturday morning. I'm also moving into Toon Disney. So I say, got to start off, Recess, the classic. Fantastic show. Love it to death. You move on. You got... Where are we going to go second? I'm going to go uh, Fillmore for the second. Uh, great. Stay in the school. Show. It, yeah, exactly. It's like the, the Law and Order SVU, but it takes place in school. Super cool. Super Fillmore great. SVU. Not on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> third, you get The Weekenders. Also not on Disney+. Plus. Incredible. A fantastic, super fun show about just like preteens, being friends, hanging out on the weekends. And then finally, you get Lloyd in Space. Also not on Disney+. Plus. Another fantastic like preteen show. I love these shows when I was in like the fifth grade, and I would adore watching them again in a single like two hour block second block this is another show that's not on streaming that i can't fucking figure it out and the moment it hits streaming it's gonna be a problem uh two hours drew carey show done (laughs) (laughs) nice drew carey show so good as far as i remember i can't remember if i'm thinking that i uh, of the drew carey show so fondly or my mid-afternoon snack of a can of coca-cola flavor blasted goldfish and ranch um, and, the Drew man, Carey show. <laughs> and the Drew Carey show I wore husky pants in seventh grade. <laughs> Cause I was like, I had my Drew Carey show time. <laughs> it could be like Drew, <laughs> <laughs> but it's just, Oh man, what a delightful, like absurdist, just silly show. I wish it like someone out there. I, I threatened the guy who knows why Jackass isn't streaming. Now I'm going to threaten the guy who knows uh, why Drew Carey show isn't streaming. Well, now that Bob Barton's dead, somewhere. I think, I think he was holding the rights. Yeah. <laughs> The seal is yeah. broken. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my block is called 240 minutes, and it's four episodes of 60 minutes. <laughs> just pulled throughout the decades. <laughs> just yeah, just one from every decade. It's just <laughs> just watch morally safer. Just go the crypt keeper. I was going to say all Anderson Fridays, <laughs> 24 hours Anderson Cooper stories. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, this this may be the thirty one year old of me talking, but man, if I can on a Sunday evening, if I can catch a new episode of sixty minutes, I'm in. 
It's interesting. Depends on, depends on what they're talking about. That's true. Let's be real. I, I would do a whole block of the TV shows you were allowed to watch in school. Uh, we would have an Unwrapped with Mark Summers. <laughs> watch him make Reese's Cups. <laughs> right into a How It's Made. <laughs> watch him make, you know, plate glass or something like that. Modern Marvels. You know, uh, an, throw an eyewitness video in there at the end. <laughs> I think I've seen that MLK Day cartoon. 50 times. You my know my, talking my about? friend Martin? My friend Martin. <laughs> he made us watch it every year because there was only one cartoon about Martin Luther King Jr. And it involves an isekai. <laughs> oh. It does. It does. A magical wow. adventure. Amazing. Boy, oh boy. Uh, I just had a thought. That's gone now. I very. I don't know why. I think it's also related to the gorilla thing, but I very closely associate Tyler with eyewitness uh, videos. Just like that opening. I think that opening like, goes so uh, hard. It oh, goes so it slaps. Hard. Um, Sean, can I put I had, the eyewitness? I had the trap remix. <laughs> I had the trap remix to it on my iPod mini. That might be why you were. Sean, can I put the eyewitness theme on your wedding playlist? <laughs> if it's on Spotify, we could put it on the, uh, the rehearsal dinner playlist. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, dun, I, can, dun, dun, I can dun, mail dun, you the dun, iPod dun, mini that has the trap <laughs> remix on it. <laughs> There's like a pan oh, flute solo that goes way super. <laughs> oh man, what a show. Uh, I will say, for Modern Marvels fans, there's a new History Channel show called Dark Marvels, which is about like, from what I can Dark tell, Vols. the only episode I watch is Darvels. It's uh, <laughs> like Modern Marvels, but for like execution devices. And hell yes like yeah it's fucking cool it's like the same same format as modern marvels but they're talking about like the spooky and like the dark side of like inventions it's really cool i've watched the modern marvels on the brooklyn bridge and the tacoma narrows bridge a hundred times because i had one teacher that was his go-to vhs and i think it had both episodes <laughs> on one tape <laughs> i know all about caisson's disease otherwise known as the bins <laughs> oh uh, do we want to wrap this baby up so we can go watch more One Piece live action? Yeah. Before before we do, first thoughts. One Piece live action premiered last night. Mm. I was so disappointed because I thought it was premiering at 12 o'clock Eastern time. Oh. 9 p.m. I was in my little blanket on my couch with my popcorn popped, pulled up Netflix, and I was like, where the fuck is One Piece? <laughs> Kicking your feet. <laughs> Literally had to take to Twitter to figure out that it wasn't. Yeah. See, uh, we got it at 3 a.m. this morning, so like, I didn't get to see the first episode until 7.30 when mm. I woke up. Thoughts? I mean, right now, as it stands, on August 31st, 6.42 p.m. Pacific time, uh, 81%. On Rotten Tomatoes, is it safe to say the curse is broken? The One Piece is real. I mean, it's been broken since Alita Battle Angel, but and Speed Racer, Alita Battle Angel. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, but it's yeah, it's the, but. The, the seal's fully off the bottle now. Yeah, yeah. Netflix has redeemed itself for Bebop. Um, mm. It's yeah, uh, the, the the series itself it clearly has such a love for the property. The cast, the crew, everyone involved is very clearly a big fan or became a big fan while making it. Um, it's 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 a fun. It's really fun. It is very different than the you know the anime or the manga. It, it you know they make their own kind of decisions, but it was all supervised yeah. by Oda, so it's like yeah, I'm I, I trust it. Um, 
my one complaint so far, I, it's small and it's to be expected, but I think the acting can be a little stilted here and there. But mm. then again, it's an anime adaptation and, you know, it, I still I think agree. it's a blast. Yeah. It's like, you know, uh, every member of the cast, like even if they're like line delivery, is just like a little off. They're so much fun. Like in Yaki as Luffy is just natural. He's just such a great fit. There's just a couple of anime lines that don't work in real life because people wouldn't say it. But I think the show does a good job of being like, it's, it's, it's you know what this is. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, it leans into it enough that I, I, they get a pass. Yeah. I and, and maybe I'm playing devil's advocate here and giving them a pass just because I fucking love this IP, right? But I think for a cast of pretty much almost all no names, the acting is pretty good yeah. considering... Um, you know, especially considering other streaming networks and their shows at the time. That's what I'm comparing. You know, a, a, a lot of people are like nitpicking the CGI, and I'm like, what CGI is good? What are, are you Star Wars, Marvel? That it's been shit for years. I mean, are you comparing it to Avatar? That you know, the the GDP of a small nation went into <laughs> making the CGI for Avatar. I think it's pretty damn good considering yeah. what it is. Um, Even still, the one the like the CGI in One Piece is fantastic. The yeah, best part. That's what I'm the best part, save for the production design, are the stunts, the fight mm-hmm. scenes. I've only seen two episodes of the fight scenes, but they're incredible. They're so much fun. So well coordinated. They made a actual transponder snail that responds to sound, is sound activated uh, automation. Like the, the transponder snail oh, cool. is a real prop and you can talk into it and the mouth moves when you talk. It's it's practical. horrifying. It's, it's it's like something out of Jim Henson's creature shop. It's so good. <laughs> yeah. They put their whole one piece OC into this. Absolutely. <laughs> it's yeah, it's I don't know. I'll be very curious to see if it like turns into new fans. I've been telling folks at like work or buddies who are like anime uh, adherent to like just give it a shot. Um I don't know if I were in the same place I I, I was in like January of last year before reading the manga if I would have tried it. And I think I would have. I think I would have just been like, yeah, let's see what it's about. And I think it would have gotten there's me a lot of hype around it. Yeah, there's a lot of hype. Um I think it would have gotten me interested in the show. So I, I think, you know, if you if you're, you know, still daunted by, oh man, a thousand and seventy something episodes or a thousand and ninety chapters, like that's that's a lot. That's an undertaking. It's worth it. And I think the the, the live action series is gonna show you like it's it's a truly special story being told. If you want to watch the anime, uh, the first couple of arcs of the anime are pretty well paced. Um, hmm. When it starts to get a little patty, um, there is a fan project called one pace, which has recut the entire anime to take out the repeat scenes, take out the hmm. uh, reaction shots and stuff and make it the same pace as the manga. And you can download it. If you look up one pace, you can find it, which is how I recommend everyone watches it because you will save hundreds of hours. <laughs> I just, I turned the anime on just in the mornings now, just cause it's nice to have on and hear the voices that are so familiar. Um, and nothing can be spoiled for me now. It's amazing. Um, but yeah, the live action is, uh, seemingly a triumph. I, I know there are still many emotional beats to be had. I still haven't met half of the straw hats that are being introduced this year, this season. Um, but so far I'm having a blast just kind of seeing the characters as they come about and like thinking about how they progress later on in the chapters. Um, like seeing buggy try to be like, kind of like this, like almost Joker esque character and realizing like, Oh no, it's just buggy. He's like telling producer pain. Like that's just our favorite fail son. 
He's <laughs> like, you know, he's scary he now. Kind of come off Heath Ledgery in the beginning, yeah. and then kind of, yeah, I, I, I get you there. Yeah. Um, but then, like, thinking about like how he ends up in like Annie's lobby, spoilers, whatever. Um, and it's just like, no, he, he, you get, you come to love Buggy. He gets office spaced. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. Um, but yeah, it, the yeah the cast is great, looks great, sounds great. There's a song I haven't gotten to it yet, but there's that one song that apparently is Nami's theme that is really good. And I have a feeling of when it's going to play in the story, and it's going to destroy me. I'm very they excited. played they played Bink Saki in the first episode. I heard the, that. At the bar. But here's the thing. I'm still a fake fan. I, I can't recognize Bink Saki or Bink Brew by ear yet. Can you, can you recognize the song? Climb aboard and bring along all your hopes and dreams. So let's just say, when that theme starts coming in, I'm going to start shedding a little tear. I imagine so. Is that is that we are? That's, That's a theme. We yeah, we are. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know there's an English translation for it. We are. It's sung by Hatsune Miku. I need to Donny Osmond. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you're out there uh, and you're you know curious about it, it it's got the right of seal of approval. It's a blast. It's it's absolutely worth watching. Just know it's, it's a Netflix show, so it's. Pretty much any Netflix. We've talked about this before. It's very rare for a Netflix show to be better than like a B plus, and this is a strong B plus show. Feeling a strong eight here, so. Yeah, eighty five, eighty five. It conti- yeah. it it stays good. It it yeah. continues to. It's no we'll talk about okay. it more. The folks saying <laughs> that you know it shouldn't exist, whatever, da da da. Just they they, whatever. Just water off a duck's back, man. It's, it's not your thing. It. That's fine. Polygon said it was a pale impression of the Cowboy Bebop live action. <laughs> then they didn't watch it. They, they really they did another tweet later saying like, "Ooh, all these different shows can take lessons from One Piece." And I wanted to respond. You just tweeted. You didn't a like terrible it. Terrible review. Oh no, this was IGN. Sorry, oh, yeah. IGN yeah. gave it a six and criticized it for being an adaptation, like an and. An, Look. And just adapting too close to the series, which one isn't even that true. That's not true. Changes and number the whole two, buggy episode is completely different. How, how do you judge an adaptation for adapting? Like <laughs> yeah, this Lord yeah. of the Rings really played it to the book here. Yeah, yeah it's, it, it's silly. People got these preconceived notions. Yeah, animes don't like, work in, in live settings. But maybe yeah. just try and let it. And if it gets new people, like if it gets, especially Western audiences who are like, like the, it's the fucking, it's like the Marvel movies adapted comic. I don't think, you know, comic books have gotten all that more popular, but either way it's exploded onto the scene. It's like, you know, it's like, yeah, this is something worth telling in a different medium. And I, you know, it's, it's worth exploring for that. Yeah. Now, now the guardians of the galaxy are a household name. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, Great show. Let's wrap this up so I can watch more One Piece live action. Yep. I gotta go see Gallagher how uh, Usopp's doing. Mm. Say Gallagher 3? They made a third one? God of War 3. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm playing that. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> I'm playing the Gallagher nice. simulator. Gallagher 3, also great. Gallagher We're going to be 3. talking about, uh, uh, not Starscream. Starscream. What's it called? Stars. Starfield. Starfield. Thank you. Are we going to be talking about that next week? Are right, there going to playing that? I'm gonna play it, but I, I've been seeing some reviews that are like, "You're not, you're gonna really start enjoying it after hour 60." And I'm like, "Bitch, Persona 5 <laughs> can get good until hour 40." And at that point, I, I dropped Persona 5 twice. I don't know if I can handle it. I'm gonna try, but we'll. we'll. I've played Skyrim. I've played Fallout 3. I've played Fallout 4. 
I think I've played Starfield. <laughs> Will, your tweet earlier today of just like, <laughs> whichever one of Prosperous 2009. It's like, I don't know. No, it's yeah. not that. True. <laughs> I hope not. Everything I I've seen not. is like, this is just Skyrim with a laser gun instead of In a- space. That's pretty cool. I mean, the setting's pretty cool. If I, if I end up winning that one piece Xbox, as I entered in for, I'll probably pick it up. <laughs> Skyrim's uh, a cool setting. The game within the cool setting is not fun to play. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bethesda gonna Bethesda. I mean, people are still buying. I was one of them up until recently. Assassin's Creed 42. Like, people are still, and that I would argue was probably way more of a generic bullshit game than Assassin's Skyrim. Creed. You're just in Detroit now. <laughs> You're just after Assassin's Creed Newark. <laughs> well, uh, do plugs. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I know we're running really long. I'm editing, so you know what? Who am I? Apologize? You know what? We're doing bi weeklies. Uh, we got feature links now. Yeah, we got time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you can find me on Letterbox at uh, that Sean. Ba- nope, at Sean Emberry. And I don't know. Don't go to X. Threads is a wasteland. Letterbox is the best. You can find me on X.com. <laughs> I I hated saying that. Uh, at Will from Radish. That's my name on all the socials, even the ones that don't. Whenever, whenever I say Twitter and someone says, you mean X, I make a mental note. I don't know what I'm going to do with that list yet, but it's growing. You're first against uh, the wall. I'm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can find me online at Tyler from Radish uh, and the podcast online at Radish Pod. Um, I do have a quick Tyler's question <laughs> and something that I've been thinking about <laughs> for longer than I should be thinking about. We're all familiar with the soul patch, right? Yes. You know, being able to grow a, a thick yeah. patch, maybe like a well-groomed triangle of hair right That's under. Cool. Have you guys ever seen... Shit, their wedding. Have you ever seen anyone <laughs> with a full head of... What'd you say? You're going to grow up for the wedding? I'm going to do it for the wedding. Do it. You're playing I, tool and, and, reception. This will answer my question. Have you guys ever seen that? And I'm, I'm not saying like amongst other facial hair, just the soul patch. Have you ever seen that on anyone who wasn't bald no right no. yeah right it's a bald thing would it be weird if you they had can pull it off it? not a, i don't think all of them could pull it off there's a specific type of bald guy with that that i think could pull it you've off i think we all imagine you've got to be some real version bald. of him yeah yeah you can't be ha- mostly bald with a soul yeah. patch. Right. <laughs> well that's what i'm saying <laughs> unless one you're of a professional just... pool player or bowler <laughs> <laughs> Don't get us started on bowlers. We almost got taken off Spotify. What? Um, <laughs> remember when we talked about bowlers and how they should, you know. Bowlers oh, r- yeah. walking the mile. <laughs> Real redheads, remember. <laughs> Never forget. The only the only radish episode to have a content warning. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, I, I think you got to be straight bald for that to work. But I think it's out of style now. I don't think any, like no one's really doing it except for like weirdos. Mm. Well, um, who am I to judge? I was just wondering if, if, uh, if a, uh, a long haired folk would wear, uh, Sean's being a judgy Gus over here. <laughs> Got the Not same soul pattern, pattern as Mr. Beast. So who am I to say anything? Mr. Beast with the soul patch. Oh. Take that uh, mental image with you when you go. That's the cover art. Bye. What if? Bye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>